Hey, what up? What's going on, brother? Oh, so what's good, man? What's good? Uh, yeah, everything's okay. Um, works a bit slow, which is uh, frustrating, but um, yeah, everything's good. I what I do today? Uh, had a couple clients on Zoom, and then I worked out, and then I had uh, a couple people in person, and then I just been uh, you know doing house stuff. Now, now I'm here. Nice, nice. Uh, how about you? Yeah. Uh, it's been a busy day, <laughs> which is, I had a busy day yesterday. Usually my Mondays are pretty uh, easy, at least in, in terms of work. Mm-hmm. But Monday was busy, just meetings. And then today was also another busy one. So, And then the whole issue with my dryer, which is why we had to record later than originally planned. Yeah. So I got to take care of that tomorrow. That sucked. So I, so I did a load of, I did a load of laundry. The washer was fine, but our dryer, the dryer that I have, the and I and I found out what it was called because I did a Google on the part. It's oh no, don't not not that. That's wrong. Uh, what is it? Da, 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 da. I need a dryer door seal. Okay. So it's got the latch, but without the seal, you can't. The door doesn't stay shut. Yeah, you know, it's just like a uh, a, a, a a phallic unerect uh, penis where it just flops <laughs> around, like it doesn't connect to where it needs to go. Got it. So I had to take my laundry to, and thankfully I live close or nearby to a laundromat, mm-hmm. and I went there with my, and I, I just put my wet clothes that are clean. I ba- I put them in like a garbage bag, uh-huh. and I, I show up at the at the the laundromat and the woman because there's someone actually working at the laundromat. I'm not used to this. Usually, you go to a laundromat and it's like there's nobody actually on site, yeah, uh, doing anything. But she saw me come in and she was like, "Uh, what are you, what are you doing? Are are these clothes wet? Are you just gonna dry?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "No, no, no. We don't do that anymore. No, no. You have to pay for wash. What? You have yeah." Because the the drying is cheaper than the washing. Yeah, but what does that matter? Well, to her, apparently, you know, a lot of people will maybe they don't. Maybe a lot of people either have a washer, a washing machine without the dryer. They don't get the full set. Yeah. But and 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 the thing is, like, I understood her frustration because she was like, "Yeah, my boss told me like we can't no, because the drying is so much cheaper." It's like no, can't do it. You need to. No, no, you you can't. You gotta go. You That's gotta go. Weird that their business model is based on somebody doing both. Yeah, and that they because because the washing is the most expensive. Yeah, part of it. It's 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 just weird that like they wouldn't be like, yeah, fine. This is a cheaper. I'm making a cheaper sale, but it's still a sale. It's still money. Yeah, like it's and so weird. I, and and I I I I did not want to battle this woman. Yeah, she was yeah. there. She had her daughter that was there. Uh, helping her out, mm-hmm. but I could tell she had seen a lot of customers who apparently have tried this before, and so she was just trying to, you know, speak the company line. And I, I was just telling her, it was like, well, I, my dryer is 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 uh is is not functioning correctly. I washed these clothes, and then I found out after that I need to dry them. I can't dry them right now, so I came here, mm-hmm. and she eventually she was like, well, okay, uh, if you pay just just pay for the washer uh-huh. and then you can use the dryer 
you don't have to wash your clothes again, but yeah. just pay what it would be. Yeah. And I was like, fine. Yeah. yeah and it was yeah. like 275. I had a whole bunch of quarters just in case. Yeah. And so I just gave her the 275 and she and I was able to use the dryer. So, oh, so, so you, you just paid once, but you paid the washer price for the dryer. Uh, no, I paid twice. I paid pay, the and, washer and for the dryer and for the dryer. But again, the dryer is cheap because like, so it's 275 yeah. to wash and then like 75 and then to it's, dry, right? Well, it's well. See, here's it's, it's a gimmick with the dryer where it's it starts out twenty five cents. <laughs> One quarter gives you seven minutes, which ain't gonna dry anything. Of course. So each quarter just adds time okay. onto the length. So I ended up putting in like a dollar just a to scam. make sure. What a scam! I know, but you know, four bucks is not whatever. It's yeah. Hey, hey, I was in a bind, and she, I, I was I was just thankful because like when she offered that to me, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll pay. Like yeah. I don't give a shit. I need like, to dry yeah. my clothes. I got to dry my clothes. Yeah, this is not a optimal thing for me. Usually, my dryer door is functioning. Mm-hmm. It's not today. So if I got to pay for a wash, so be it. So yeah, that was at the end of my work day because I just figured, oh, I got this mean. Let me just put my clothes in, get some, get a wash. Uh, mostly like my workout shit. Yeah, and then. Before I had a, one final meeting before I ended, ended my day, I'm like, oh, let me put it in the dryer real quick. Latch wasn't, that door seal was gone. So I was like, fuck. So, yeah. Wow. The the adventures in the life of B. I guess so. Very boring. Very dull. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, uh, let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome to episode 78 of the Bombcast. <laughs> Yo. Yo. That was dope, dog. <laughs> Thank you, brother. That was very, very cool. Thank you, man. Thank you. When you when you mentioned you were gonna, you know, be adding uh, opening music, I, I of course thought it was a great idea. I I didn't think you were gonna go to that high level of production <laughs> and put, you know, inserting uh you know, uh, snippets from previous shows. That was awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. So uh, everybody listening, you know, up until now, uh, 78 episodes or 77 episodes, we've never had an opening theme song. We always just do a cold open and then that's that's how the show. And and, and we've loved doing that. Um, but uh, now that, you know, we're getting uh, a, a few more listeners and, uh, you know, being very consistent, you know. Are we? I think we so, have man. Yeah, data on that. A, I, I a still little feel bit. it's the same but handful of people that are listening. That's just you. That's just you. Okay. Uh, okay. So anyway, so you know, and, I love it regardless. And, oh, thank you. And we have a segment now, and so you know, a little more proper podcasting. We got <laughs> welcome to episode seventy-eight. Uh, rate and review and all that stuff. Like subscribe wherever. It only took seventy-eight, but it was worth it. Yes. Because <laughs> honestly, you couldn't have done that opening with that music. Like we needed to have episodes in the can for you to have those snippets and to, to be able to pull. That's right. And how long did that take you to pull? To I pull like some of those snippets and yeah. I, as soon as I thought like I wanted to do an opening song, I knew 
I knew the ending. I wanted to be you saying, are we recording? So I knew that right away. And then, and I, I, I remember that that was like always in like the first few episodes. I mean, you've always done it, but like definitely in the first few episodes. So I just randomly picked, I think it was episode five. And within like a minute you said it, I was like, good. Okay. I got that. And then everything else I had pulled up like six or seven episodes that I remember being good, like things we talked about. And I, I specifically wanted the penis facial one. And then I took, <laughs> a, I took a bunch from that. And then like uh, one other episode, I don't remember. And then I was like, I, I got enough. I don't need to go through five other episodes. Like it's fine. And I just like scrubbed randomly through and, and found, Oh, here's, here's where we're saying something funny. I'll take that. I'm surprised you didn't uh, use one from uh, one of our, man, it was probably like episode two or maybe even one. When we got into discussion about whether or not you could fight a woman, I almost did. <laughs> I, oh, that was one of the ones I pulled, but I ended up not using. I was I was thinking like, man, I should really put in there saying like, what would it take for you to punch a woman or whatever yeah. it was? I still might. I still might. <laughs> no, no, no. The way what you've done is fantastic. Well, thank I love you. it. Thank you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man, I just always look back at that episode because that that was that was a fun one. It's so fun. Uh, that debate about when is, <laughs> when is it okay. To get physical with a woman. I love you talking about like if a woman's coming at you with a knife, you'd like disarm her. And I'm like, do you know how to do that? And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, but I figure it out. You figure it out. I figure it out. I mean, I know, I know she's either gonna she's gonna lunge, like the, the tip of the blade coming my way. So I figure, you know, me being a male, I'm faster, stronger, you know, okay. the reflexes. That's true. Okay, just off the top of your and, head. I, and I'm saying that as a joke because obviously there are women out there that are <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way yes, faster yes. reflexes than myself. Of course, but you know, like uh, on a very general term, yes, men are bigger and and stronger, faster. It's like just a very general term. Okay, so let's imagine in your head that, uh, just like you said, a woman is going to just come straight at you and try to stab you. So like a straight thrust with a knife. Just off the top of your head, real quick, wh what do you do? Don't just say disarm or what, what do you do? All right, so I know. I mean, this is not a, a visual podcast. Yeah. But I would do. Woo, okay, so one of these. Woo, <laughs> so Brian, I like, would, hands woo, up. And I would like. I would dip shimmy, to the side. Shimmy to the side. Yeah. Okay, and then, and, and, and I have my Northern Lights background going <laughs> yeah, as it's happening. And, like, and your wireless headphones on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. That was all you do. I, I, I figure I could, you know, or you know, I could do that, and then I'd be like, pop, and I'd use my 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 my. I'm using my left hand, uh -huh. or is this my right? My my right uh -huh. hand to hit the arm or the hand that she has the knife in, uh -huh. that'll cause her to drop it. Uh -huh. And I say, come on, girl. I'm going to stab a motherfucker right now, for real? Come on, girl. For what? What have I done <laughs> that is deserving of a stabbing? Clearly something. The bitch was trying to stick you, man. Like, you, that, you already did it. Yeah, and that is actually, you know, in that situation, it's like, well, shit, maybe I deserve to be stabbed. No, no. There's, there's zero situations when somebody pulls out a knife and you're like, yeah, that's appropriate. But there's also zero situations where I'd be dating somebody or have a woman in my life that would, her first instinct in an argument would be to go grab a knife and to try to stab me with Well, it. maybe it's not her first. Maybe she like, she's been talking to you and you're like, look, I'm, I, I don't want to get into this anymore. She's like, fuck you. And then she just tries to stick you with the blade. I like to think I'm a better judge of character than that. Well, who knows, man? Yeah. I'm, I'm not. That is true. People surprise you sometimes. They always surprise me. And in my experience, women are uh, chameleons and master manipulators. So you never fucking know. Yeah, and that surprise is usually never in your favor either. Never. It's like not a good surprise. No. And again, I'm not saying all women are bad. I'm just saying all the women that I've dated have been bad. <laughs> <laughs>
I can't say the same for myself. I've kind of figured or feel that maybe I've been the bad one. You think so? In in that situation. Yeah, I do. I mean, why else would I be single at 43 years old? I did run into a woman yesterday With your car? at the bar. Oh, okay. She's no, no, as a former porn actress. Oh, for real? And yeah, she was commenting. She was like, "Wow, you're you're, you're handsome." Hey, yeah, well, that's nice to hear. Yeah, you know. Have you seen her work before? No, 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 because because uh, yeah, we did. We you know she introduced herself. She's like, "Oh, I'm Rachel." She's like, "That's my real name." Mm. And I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm Brian. That's my real name." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, "Oh, well, you know, I I used to do porn, but no, Rachel is my real name." And I was like, "Oh, that's a weird I, first introduction." Like she must I know. have like a significant insecurity about it or like maybe it comes up a lot. She's like, I just better start the conversation yeah. there. I just kind of no sold it and been like, Oh, thank you for your service. Yeah. You know? hey, who cares? You had All a right. job. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Did she tell you her stage name? No, I didn't even ask. Good for you. Classy. Movie. We were talking, we were talking about, um, cause she, she's like a, so, and then she asked me what I did for a living. Like, Oh, you know, game designer slash producer and she's like oh have you seen the trailer for the new um breath of the wild last of us oh okay <laughs> no last of us and i was like no no i haven't seen the, the, the latest trailer but i know it's coming out and she's like oh you gotta you gotta you gotta watch it you gotta watch it and i was like oh well, actually i'm gonna go back inside finish my beard i gotta get home she's like no no it's not that long and so she kind of forced me to watch it and and i was i was like fuck but i was i, I felt like you graham because it was like i don't want to see this trailer i really don't give a shit yeah. about this show yeah Trailer trailer looks good, right? But I'm like, I played the game. I mean, the game is pretty cinematic in and of itself. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how. I mean, I'm sure I'll, I'll watch the show, but it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I I know all of this. She's like, look at this scene. It's just like the game, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And therein lies the problem. The, it's just like the game. Right, the, I played that. The game, the game that. was like the game too. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I experienced that. Yeah. So. Yeah, not as excited as she was for it, but God bless her. Yeah, yeah. And I, I agree with that about The Last of Us. Like, I really loved that first game. I haven't played the second one, but, like, I really loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And but I never finished it. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, you know, like, it was like... I played oh, enough, though. Yeah, I was like, all right. Like, I when they announced they were going to do a show, I was kind of like, it's a cash grab. Like, it's a, it was a successful title, so that's why they're doing this. But I felt the same. Like, I don't, I don't need a, a show about this. Like, it, you know... And it's going to be very Walking Dead-esque. So it's like, I, I've already seen that show. And I stopped right. watching it a really long time ago because I got kind of just tired of it. And I just, and again, you've already played the game. Yeah. And unless it's a different, unless they, unless they were, they're not, but unless they were going to do like, here's a different story in the world when everything happened. Like, okay, that that's interesting. Like maybe something yeah. cool. But yeah. Yeah, it was like that with me when I saw, which I, I don't think I even brought up on the show, but uh the oh shit what's it uh uh the drake uh fuck what's that what's that game called uh nathan drake and oh uncharted uncharted so i saw that movie did you with tom holland yeah oh, yeah shit. a couple of months ago actually because it was on one of these streaming services and i maybe it was i think it's on it peacock, peacock or yeah. i think it's on yeah peacock. is it terrible no it's not terrible but it's just unnecessary <laughs> because again, that game was designed and built in such a way where it is a cinematic experience coupled with interactive parts. Yeah. But it's like, why? And then they make some choices where it's that they deviate from the game uh -huh. 
which to me is just like, okay, well, you're changing it to make it different from the game. I get that, but those changes are not making what I had seen already better. It's not better, right? It's just pointing out the fact that, oh man, the game is so much better than this. Um, but it's not a bad movie. It's you know, for me, I look I look at Uncharted the same way. Did you see the Tomb Raider game that came out with uh, Alicia Vikander a couple of years ago? That they rebooted it after. Uh, uh, oh, fine chick with the big lips, Mary. Angelina Jolie. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Oh no, I no the movie. No, no, I didn't. The see movie. It. The movie. No, I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah, so so that movie, I know when it came out, it got a lot of bad reviews. People were upset about it. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's still it's not as good as the game. Right. And wow, yeah, it's weird when that happens, especially for like for video games. But they're but they're choosing to adapt great video games. games. Great games yeah. that have a very good narrative already. And, and and like you said, which was spot on, it's like those games are already very cinematic. Like you're yeah, you're playing a movie at, in these in those particular games. So there's like yeah. why why make a movie? Why make a movie about this? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean the the you know the cinematics, the voice acting, like everything is well above triple A. Yeah. Plus it's interactive where you can play it, where you're like, Man, I got the story that I needed from this. Totally. I really don't need to see this again in a cinematic form but and it's again a, it's not bad like i right. fear I, I feel that if i had never played any of the recent reboots of laura croft mm-hmm. tomb raider then and i saw that movie i'd be like oh that's fun right you know same thing with this uncharted like if i never played uncharted one two three was there a fourth one i don't know i don't even know but if i never played any of them i could watch that movie and be like oh you know it's not the greatest thing, but I don't feel bad for having watched it. Right. You know, uh, Tom Holland's good. Uh, Marky Mark is. He's Marky Mark. Mis- miscast as Sully, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. Of course. But if I never played the game, I'm like, okay, well, this guy is Sully, all right? Sure. It's a weird thing in general to make a movie out of a video game anyway. Like, it's. Because, like, if you're going after the video game crowd, they've already played it. And then if you're looking for new people, they're going to be like, I don't care about video games. Right. I'm not interested in this title or this story anyway. So you're going to, you're like, your audience is very narrow from jump. Yeah. You know, and and they're not, and in these movies, they're not really doing anything different. Like they did with Marvel, which was like, no, 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 just these characters. But like, it's a totally different thing we're doing, which, yeah, it's, it's just odd. It's, it's odd. Yeah, it is because, and you're 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 spot on about that because they'll make the movie Uncharted. Use that as an example, and I think, like, what 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 fan are you trying to serve here? Yeah, because you're not serving the actual fans of this IP by making a lot of the creative choices that you've made, and. So I think to that point, I think that's why they 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 want to cast like these brand name right, actors right. to bring in the casuals who have probably no idea that this was a game or even they know that it is. Mm-hmm. They never played it, and it's like, oh well, maybe that'll be cool. But you're but but you're you're kind of a uh, you're undercutting both yes. sides of the of the fans yes. here, fans of the actors you cast, and then fans of the IP that you're making. Right. And so for me, it's like just just lean into the fandom of things. Yeah. And do it in a respectful way. And if the movie is good, then hopefully that word of mouth will spread. But the people that are fans of the IP, of which there are millions, because mm-hmm. those games have sold millions, mm-hmm. they'd be there. Yeah. And then potentially, 
it could bring in the non-fans yeah. who just want to see a good movie. Totally. And then be like, oh, wow, that was based on a video game? No shit. Yeah, but they always just throw these kind of haphazard scripts together and just like, let's try to do this as cheap as possible and maybe make a little bit more than we put into it. And I think that's right. like kind of the thing. Speaking yeah. of, of bad movies, I saw a stinker today. You know, they rebooted Jeepers Creepers. I did not know that. So, like they rebooted it, or is it another a new sequel? It's a reboot. Uh, it's even okay. called Jeepers Creepers Reborn, or something like that. Oh, jeez, yeah, Very original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything yeah. with the, anything. Any, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. Anything with the with the word "reborn" yeah. in the title, I'm always like, okay, this is gonna be some garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, anybody listening, it, Jeepers Creepers was a horror movie that came in like what, early 2000s, 2006, something like that. Uh, I was I was actually thinking maybe like 2001. Or you think so? Was that early? Yeah, I could be wrong, but it was definitely early 2000s. Yeah. It was Justin let me, Long. Let me do my Google Maps. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. There. Justin Long. I don't remember who the the female lead, the love interest was. Um, It was his sister in the movie. Oh, it was his sister. That's right. That yeah. was right. It was his sister. I, I I googled Jeepers Creepers movie and the first thing that popped up is Reborn. <laughs> uh, okay, the original came out in two thousand one. Two thousand one. Wow, good. Did yeah. you guess? I well, no, I said two thousand two. No, I think you said two thousand one. No, I said two thousand two. I don't know. I'm Trust go me, I'm listen. always I'm always I'm always I always want to be right. <laughs> I was close, and I'll take that. Okay, but so no, I, I said two thousand two thousand one. Uh, so you know, it's it's an old movie twenty one years old and then they made a couple sequels which didn't do well and the first one is fun it's it's uh justin long is it i think so i think i remember it being fun like not not great but fun yeah that's one of those movies i want to revisit yeah uh because i do remember seeing it i don't think i ever finished it but it was like i saw when it came out not in the theaters but like i think i might have rented it and at that time i was not into horror Mm because i was still a scary little bitch Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I've grown up now, uh-huh. and I actually have been watching a lot of horror movies recently. But I, but I do hear, ret, you know, ret, or what's the term? Not retroactive. Is it retroactively? Retrospectively. But just retrospectively, that that movie is held in pretty, you know. Yeah. I, a lot of people like that first Jeepers Creepers. I haven't seen it, you know, pro- since the early 2000s, but I remembered it being enjoyable. Like, I, I don't think I found it terribly scary, but, like, I, I, I remember it being fun. Um and, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, there's this kind of monster that you don't know it's a monster, but it's like taking people and eating them essentially. And Justin Long and his sister are running from it. In this one, that truck doesn't really come into play. Like there's, it's a, it's a relatively low budget movie and it, and it more or less looks like that way. Um, it, it production value isn't great. It's not horrible, but it's not great. There's a lot of odd green screen you know, when they're driving and sometimes when they're walking in the woods, it's like, it's all green screen. And you're like, this is rough to watch. But like they show the monster as a full monster. It's like this weird kind of like bat creature and the makeup isn't great. It looks like a rubber mask and they just show it fully, like right from the beginning. There's no setup. There's no hiding. There's no reveal. It's just right from the beginning. They just sh- in broad daylight. They just show it to you, and you're like, "Well, that really deflates the rest of this movie." Now, that's a bold choice, though. Yeah, to show the monster not only that I mean that early, but to do it in broad daylight. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, 
No, in this new one, that's what they do. Oh, in the new in one. The new but one. I think they did that in the in the first I, one, I th- didn't they? I thought they saved it. I thought they saved it. But in okay. this one, in this one, they just right away, they're like, here it is. And it doesn't look very good. <laughs> and there you go. And uh and and the story, there's not much story to go on, but like there's a couple, a guy and a girl, and the girl is pregnant, but the guy doesn't know. And they're driving and he's like a fanatic about urban legends and whatever. So he's talking about the creeper monster. Oh, that old trope. Yeah. So it's super hacky like that. And then, um, at some point, like the, the girl jumps out of the car cause she feels sick and that, you know, it's like, cause she's pregnant. And then she's like talking on the phone with another guy who maybe is her friend or whatever. And he's like, okay, I'll see you guys at the hotel or something. And she's like, okay. And then he gets killed by the creeper, but that never comes back. She doesn't wonder where he is. Like it just, it never comes back. It was just something that happened that doesn't pertain to the story at all. Wait, and this, this was her boyfriend? No, that was like a friend she was talking to on the phone. Oh, oh, okay. But like, it never mattered. It doesn't matter because like, it's not even when they get to the hotel later, she's not like, oh, where's fucking so-and-so. It just, it doesn't matter at all. And they don't even show him die. He just like- He did. Yeah, you just, you see the creeper come up behind him and then it cuts away. So you don't even see it happen. Anyway, and then um, the they're in the hotel, the boyfriend and girlfriend- and the boyfriend is planning on asking the girl to marry him at some point during this trip that they're on. And he like brings out these costumes and he's like, guess what? And she's like, what? He's like, we're going to cosplay at this event we're going to. And she's like, I don't, I'm not doing that shit. And he's like, oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess that, that's fine. I didn't want to either. It, it's all good. And she's like, fine. And then she does like a fashion show where she comes out in these like three or four different cosplay outfits for no reason. Like she's Harley Quinn and then she's Freddy Krueger. And then, and then she comes out in something else. And she, so she's wearing this like get up and, and she's like, so what are you going to wear? And he's like this. And he's just wearing a t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to wear this. And it was like, what, what the fuck is happening? Anyway, they get to this event and it's like... Was there a musical uh, soundtrack playing in this montage? I don't remember. I'm sure there was. I don't remember. I just... I'm gonna... I I hope that there was. Yeah. Because that would just set it (laughs) off and make it that much better. But, yeah. So they go to this event and it's like... It's not even... It's supposed to be something like some sort of... He he sells it like... It's it's the Comic-Con, but for cosplay. It's like the the event for cosplay and horror, I guess, because it's all like horror themed. And they show up. It's not in a building. It's not like a convention center. It's just in the woods. And there's like five stalls. There's like a couple carnival games and just people walking around. <laughs> and, <there's, laughs> and then like they can only afford like 40 extras. <laughs> like that's that's all the people that are there. And then at some point, like the guy runs off and he sees there's like a booth where like you could throw axes at a at something or throw knives. So they're doing it and he sucks. And the girl walks up and she's amazing. And then foreshadowing. Yeah, exactly. 
And then there was something that was supposed to happen, like an event, but the creeper, the only time he gets back in his truck, he drives it to crush like this antenna tower that cuts off the Wi-Fi so the DJ can't Wi-Fi. So then like four people, the uh, like six people, like the guy and the girl, some guy who's making a video, like a documentary of it, of the event. And then like two other people just go walking through like a cemetery. And I, I was like, why are they doing this? I don't understand what's going on. And then <laughs> one guy dies and then he, and then the couple is separate and they're walking. He gets down on his knee to propose. And as soon as he takes out the ring, the creeper like flies and takes her away. And he's like, no. <laughs> and then they team up with uh, the rest of the people and they find this house, which I guess is the creeper's house. As, as the face you're making is the face that is this is appropriate well, to make for this movie. This this movie sounds fantastic. It's to me. it's really amazing. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to tell you something shocking at the end, not about the movie, but about my reaction to it. So yeah. essentially, they all go to the house, and basically, they all die except for the. There's no good deaths either. It's it's really lame, and for some reason, the creeper needs to keep putting on this jeepers creepers like vinyl on like an old ass phonograph. But wasn't that always as a gimmick in the original? Like he played that song, or was I, I, there? I think so. But like in this, he just like he'll go up and turn it on and like chase people around the house and then it finishes and he'll go back and turn it back on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's my jam, yeah. yo. I gotta I can't do my murdering unless that thing is playing. So and it's like, hold on and you one sec. And you don't know why anything is happening. Like other than like there was a little bit of ex a tiny bit of exposition in the beginning that was like every twenty three years he comes out and he murders for twenty three days. And you're like, Okay. Anyway, they all die except for the guy and the girl. And then um, they get out and then, you know, they kill the creeper and then it cuts away and then the body's gone. And then, you know, it's being rebirthed later. And that's it. The end. It was very, 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 very bad. Uh, I wanted to turn it off so much and I almost did. But I was like, you know what? I really want to finish this so I can have a complete story when I shit on this, which I'm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to your credit. I appreciate that you sat through it because it's like, I want to talk shit. Yeah. But I can't talk shit about this movie until I see yeah. it start to, to end. Yeah. So. And it's, it's not good. Like, you know, everybody tried, you know, the actors aren't great. Like they're all new young actors and they're, they're trying this, but you know, the material they're having to work with is not very good, but I'll, I'm going to say this. It is, and everybody knows how I feel about malignant. It is worse than malignant. Well, I mean, I know you love it, but I'm just saying, Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, for duh. me, for me, for me, yeah, because I, I really do not like Malignant. It, I would rather watch Malignant than this any day, like any time. If somebody's like, what you want, which we're going to choose one of these movies, it would be Malignant, Malignant every time. This new Jeepers Creepers is bad. All right. So I'm on the Wikipedia page for it. The premise as written on Wikipedia the Horror Hound Festival is being held for the first time in Louisiana. Among the attendees are Chase and his girlfriend, Lane, who begins to experience unexplained premonitions and disturbing visions associated with the town's past and the creeper. Right. I forgot about the premonitions. That's right. That's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find the director here. Timo? Yeah, weird name. Yeah, but the last name that I just don't have the energy to try to pronounce. <laughs> Uh, films 1996 Star Wreck 4, sure, classic, they kill, kill Pilu, uh -huh. 
1997, Star Wreck 5, Lost Contact. These are ones that he's directed? Yeah. Sure. Or just his films. Okay. It doesn't even say directed by, just <laughs> films. Uh, 2005, Star Wreck in the Perkinine. Damn, it was- 2012, Iron Sky. I've heard of that. Iron Sky? I've seen that on Netflix. Hmm. It's like... Yeah, it's like Nazis who go to the moon and like settle there. Um, and then Iron Sky, The Coming Race, and then Jeepers Creepers were born. Wow, what a career. I mean, no, no, yeah. he's, he's doing what he loves, good for him. But uh, I don't think he's very good at it. Oh, he's got awards and nominations here. Awards, Iron Sky, 2012, winner of the Audience Award, Pegasus, and the Jury Prize, Silver Malis. Oh, everybody knows those. Brussels International Fantastic Film Festival. Everybody knows that festival. I just love the name of this. The Brussels International, <laughs> as if being in Brussels is not, well, I guess if you're in Brussels, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not international. Brussels International Fantastic Film Fest. <laughs> uh, nomination for the grand prize, the Golden Raven statuette at the Brussels International Fantastic Film Fest. Mm. So it's all for the same movie, 2012. Audience Award and Special Jury Mention. It's not even an award. Yeah. That's a, they mentioned at, me. Europalia's Science Fiction Festival. Huh. So. Well. His current film projects. Uh-huh. Is it Star? TBA. Okay. I Killed Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Canceled. Jeremiah Harm. Jeremiah Harm. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, something tells me that, uh, I don't know how he got this IP or this, this uh, yeah, this IP. Um. <sighs> Based on that, I I don't know how, but he did. Well, like you said, I mean, they were looking for somebody who could take this IP of some renown. Yeah. And they were looking for somebody that was able to do it on the cheap. Yeah. And I think they found their guy. They did. They did it on the cheap. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't so bad that it was fun either. It was just like, eh, it's bad. It, it's not, it's not. It's definitely not the worst movie ever. It's not Battlefield Earth bad or Alone in the Dark bad. Well, nothing's those nothing nothing yeah. is that bad. Yeah, like, like, that's... like those those movies made you angry how bad they were. This was just like dull and and you know kind of lame. Um, but it, it's not good. It's not good. Do you want to guess the Rotten Tomato? Uh, Actually, uh, I think thirteen percent. It's only got nine reviews. I don't know how many reviews you need before oh, okay. they start aggregating. Uh, the audience score, which has 250 plus ratings, is a 14. percent Oh, it's close. The t- tomato meter mm-hmm. is at zero. Yeah. But again, I, I say I, that's why I was saying like I'm not sure how many reviews you need before it starts to actually yeah be unfresh. But yeah, either way, this is not a good movie. No all indication. 13 percent is yeah, that sounds right. Yours or and 14 everybody else. Or 14 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's it's just, yeah. <laughs> it was a bummer. I'm glad I uh, watched it at home. Uh, so I was looking at, so it's on Amazon, but you have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, did you pay? You didn't pay for it, though. No. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> and, then, and, you know, with movies, like, if, if I do come across it without paying um, and I like it, I will pay for it. Even if I even if I don't watch it again, I'll throw the the filmmaker or the company some money because like okay, well I I did enjoy it, but it's like how bad things have can be. It's like I, I want to know, 
I want to know before yeah. I commit, you know, my $15 or whatever it is. Okay. So here's some blurbs from of the nine reviews. And again, all of them are rotten. Mm -hmm. This one is pretty good. This guy is Steven Warner from in review online. His quote, if reborn sounds so bad as good. Think again. <laughs> it's an utterly painful affair. It's 87 minute runtime feeling three times the length. I agree with that. The acting is atrocious. Yeah. The directing is inept and the dialogue beyond stupid. Yeah. And Graham Tuckett from stuff.co.nz. Netherlands, maybe. I don't know. New Zealand. New Zealand. No, yeah. New Zealand. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Jeepers Creepers Reborn is a barely serviceable slasher movie that has that has exactly no memorable moments and it's happily brief running time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah it's oh uh, this guy cody cody leach i actually follow his his uh his stuff on youtube he reviews films okay uh and mostly horror films uh jeepers creepers reborn is an abysmal film that shockingly stinks even lower than his predecessor <laughs> the acting and production value is embarrassing to watch and any attempts at a new direction or idea for the franchise are nonsensical and unexplained yeah, I, I the only thing I would say is like I, the acting, it's not good, but it's, I don't believe it's atrocious. I've seen far worse acting. Everybody has. Um, it's not great. But, you know, the movie itself is not good. And I do agree, like nothing about it is interesting. Like the directions are going, even the music, it's like some... It's like it's like some 90s industrial techno stuff going on. As I was watching, I was like, when was this made? Like, when did they make this? Because it, everything about it was, it was just very, yeah, it's just uninspired. And, 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 uh, well, did it take place in 2001? Maybe they were trying to harken back to uh, the early day. 2000s. They're, it's present oh. day. They're, they're talking about YouTube and they're watching videos on their oh. phone and shit. Uh, yeah, it's not good. It's just not good. Oh, yeah. A shame. Well, what is good. Now, I, I mentioned this the other day. Uh, I, on Sunday, I, binge the entire first season currently only season of um the sandman the uh oh you finished it yeah 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 um oh, okay and wow 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 it was fantastic yeah you yeah, think i would like it i do um even as someone who would you know never really i i, I own a couple of sandman comic books mm -hmm. Uh, just randomly, I don't even know where the fuck I bought them. Maybe just because during the time that they were, you know, in print, yeah, they were, you know, nil game is like, oh, you got to read Sandman, right? And I was also in high school, so it probably, you know, maybe above my head, but I mean, I, I've heard, I mean, that's like a, it's a very highly regarded, yeah, uh, comic book series. Yeah, so. I, I, I had started reading it like fifteen years ago, maybe longer, and uh, I thought it was good. I just for whatever reason, I, I didn't finish it. Um, you know, got distracted or whatever. And I've, it's something I've always meant to go back to, but there's a long, even, you know, it's just a fucking yeah. stack of books to read. And it's like, well, I, I, I don't know. Um, but I did watch the show and it starts off and I was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I wasn't terribly impressed in the beginning, but God damn dude, once like, once it really gets going, it's tremendous. Um, and it, it had, a few episodes and a bunch of moments randomly, but a few episodes that I was like, I, I'm blown away by what I'm seeing. There's, there's an episode that's set in a diner. I'm not going to give anything away cause it's really cool. 
I heard uh, about that episode. And I was just like, holy shit, this is really fucked up and intense. It's a really fucked up show. They don't pull any punches. Like it's it's gruesome and crazy and and but also like really beautiful and sweet. There's an episode uh with death. Um because essentially, okay, so anybody listening, the, the story is basically all of the major kind of uh, functions or activities in our lives as humans are ruled in realms by gods. So there's, um, you know, there, there, heaven and hell is real. So there is a, a Lucifer in this show and a god, which they refer to, but they, they don't see or we don't see. And there is... Uh, the main character, uh, Morpheus, who's the king of the dream realm, there's death, there's uh, desire, uh, destiny, um, you know, and a handful of others. And uh, Morpheus' uh, dream gets imprisoned for a year, or no, not a year, a hundred years on earth. And then it, everything kind of moves after that, like what happens during that time. And then um, but there's an episode. So the, so the show picks up after his imprisonment. You see so the imprisonment too. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there is an episode, uh, episode six or eight or I don't know where he's walking around with death and it was just so beautiful. I cried like most of the episode, um, just really, really, really deep existential, beautiful stuff. Um, and some episodes are just really crazy. And, and, and I, I texted you, I was talking a little bit about it. And the only, for me, the only actual issue I have with the show is that Pat Oswalt voices a Raven in the show. And, uh, for like comedy, like sitcoms and stuff, Pat, I like Pat Oswalt. Um, but this is a, like a, really serious show and all the actors are really good and Patton is not a good actor he's just not and it stands out like his voice acting really sticks out um and his voice itself is also very comical and weird yeah yeah does he play a comical character or is he levity is he i mean is he supposed to be taken serious also and that's what's kind of hard to tell um Cause like everything he says sounds like quirky and, and nerdy, but I don't think it's supposed to be like that. He's supposed to be like a little witty and surly, but it doesn't come off like that. Cause again, he's not a good actor. You know, he's a comedian. He's, he's a standup comedian yeah, and yeah. he's good at that. And he's a good writer, but like, yeah, his, his voice acting really was a struggle to get through. Um, how much, how much, uh, of the show is he in like is he there's like two episodes that he's in quite a bit and then a little bit later and the a little bit later stuff is much easier to digest okay um and he also seems more subdued in those episodes later episodes anyway i, I don't know why but uh yeah so that was well, maybe because uh maybe because the uh the showrunners and <laughs> we're feeling the same thing you were where it's like ah, maybe take it down a notch yeah you know uh and i feel i feel he got the role just because he is a, a super comic nerd he's like you know a very famous comic guy so i feel that's how he got it um is he a producer is he listed as a producer of the show i don't think so i don't think so that would be a sure way yeah yeah no it it was like uh neil gaiman david goyer and someone else 
Yeah, but yeah. it's but it's great. I highly recommend. I also highly recommend Paper Girls, also based on a book, um, as a series on Amazon. And I believe it didn't get picked up, but they're going to shop it around. And it's it's so fucking good. Um, it, it really bummed me out that uh, it didn't do well, but it, it's fantastic. Yeah, I never heard of that. Paper Girls. Yeah, uh, it, it's a book I have. I haven't started, but I, I decided to watch the uh, the series. It's really great. And where's where's it at? Where, uh, Am- where Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Paper Girls. Paper okay. Girls. So good. So 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 good. And I I don't even I don't normally like kid actors, but these it centers around four young girls, and uh, they're phenomenal. They're and they so, have a paper route. They have a paper route because they're a paper girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's right they have they have a paper route and that do they really or they they do for for a oh. short time it doesn't center necessarily around that paper route <laughs> the lives of a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. a paper girls yeah it's just them delivering papers every day um but that's how they meet that's how they meet and then it gets very crazy and it, it's wonderful oh shit four young friends as paper routes are just are disrupted on hell day 1988 when they unknowingly time travel to 2019 yeah while searching for a way home, they clash with members of two time-jumping factions at war mm-hmm. and must go face-to-face with their adult selves and learn how to work together to save the world. All right, I'm 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 in. It's dope. It's fucking dope. Great nostalgia. Sold. Yeah. Sold. A great description yeah. like that. Oh, Ali Wong is in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like her. Yeah, she was, she was really good in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, shit, man. I got no good recommendations other than fucking. Uh, I I did a. I mean, it's Halloween season, mm. so I've been watching some just cheesy Halloween movies. Uh, they had a marathon of Chucky movies over the weekend. Amazing. I watched the uh, Seed of Chucky. Uh huh. I actually didn't finish it, but I saw enough where I'm like, <laughs> okay, I I, I I I get the point. But that shit was so ridiculous, and I was like, man, I I had never heard of Seed of Chucky. Yeah. I knew Bride of Chucky didn't know that he had a, a fucking kid. Oh yeah. With a, 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 with, a, with Lily or a Tilly, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, yeah. Tiffany. Tiffany. I think it's Tiffany is the the, the the Jennifer Tilly's dog character. Okay. And they had a son, Glenn, who <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who is the most empathetic and nice <laughs> <laughs> puppet come to real life he's like fucking pinocchio that's awesome but he's but he has to live and he's you know coming to coming to uh to to, to cope and to deal with the fact that his parents are just mass murderers that's fucking and awesome like, no it was great it is it's funny as shit it's definitely not scary yeah. red man is in it <laughs> and and jennifer tilly is in it also playing two roles she plays a fictional version of herself trying to land this role and Red Man's movie uh, about the uh, oh man, I'm so bad with my my religious shit, but uh, the the Virgin Mary mm. and Jennifer Tilly wants to get the role, and so she basically tries to seduce Red Man. But the way that she calls Red Man, she's like she doesn't call him Red Man. She's Redman, <laughs> like he's a Jewish guy. <laughs> yeah, Redman, <laughs> and and it's so fucking hilarious. And oh, you know him? That that's uh, Phil Redman. Yeah, yeah. Redmond. It's like like it's his last name or something. Yeah. Uh, and so they find out they have this kid, or they knew about it, but they you know they ended up being uh, separated at some point, and then you know Glenn reunites with them, and they're all happy, and 
he's just horrified because the first like, so when he first glenn first encounters his parents he's so happy but then they have to get rid of this prop guy right who was there about to dissect tiffany so chucky goes into play beheads the guy a lot of gore and blood but all done in like a funny way uh-huh. and glenn is mortified he's like what the fuck did you do <laughs> it's like what are you doing you just killed this man. That's awesome. And it's like, yeah, and it's like, yeah, you know, Chucky's got no problems at all about it. And then he kind of, you know, feels like you, you, you're, you came from me. Yeah, you came from me. This is what we do. This is the family <laughs> way. Yeah. And uh, and Tiffany, the you know, the mother, uh, Tilly's character, she's you know, she does her best to try to abstain from murdering people, but she can't help herself either. Uh, and I just watching it, and I was like. This is fucking batshit crazy. That's great. But I love it. Because yeah. I love Chucky. Uh, I, I had spoken about you know his show that's mm-hmm. coming back, season two. Okay. On USA. I think it starts next week. How great that is. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And uh and yeah, I and they also watched Chucky three before that. Um have you seen Chucky? Have you seen any of these oh, I, Chucky I, sequels? I've, I've, seen, was, I've seen the first one, obviously. Um, right. and then I think I saw part of the second one. Or maybe I saw the second one. I don't remember. And then I saw the new one with Aubrey Plaza. Oh, uh, yeah. I never saw that one. Oh, it's that's, great. That's, that's the Chucky that was made. So the, the, the fascinating thing about these Chucky movies is that the mainline Chucky films have all been either, well, they've all been written by the creator mm. from the very first one. Oh, wow. Um, Don Mancini, I think, is his name. <laughs> He's also responsible for the show. The only time that he was not involved when they did this reboot. Oh. Uh, with with uh, Aubrey Plaza, which I haven't seen it, but a lot of people did not like it. From what I, I liked it, have heard. I thought it was okay. ridiculous and and fun. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, but yeah, the main line, you know, Brad Dorif, who plays, who voices, you know, Chucky and Jennifer Tilly, who's been in a lot of these movies and is on the show to this day. It's all from the same guy, man. Interesting. Who started this whole franchise back in the fucking, like, was it 1988? Yeah, the first 80s, came yeah. out. My guess, is if people didn't like this newest one, I didn't know that. But if people didn't like it, my guess would be, because it, it, it went, it, it's more, it's more like the first one. Um, and it's not like crazy, cheesy, over the top, like the you know, dolls fucking each other to have a kid. Like it's not. Yeah. That. Yeah. So I think like if people didn't like it, it, my guess would be, that's why it's like, it, it it's a departure from that. And it's kind of goes a little further back to the first one. But, um, no, I like the new one. I thought it was fun. It's, right. it's, and it's stupid. It's a fucking doll that kills people. Like, yeah. yeah. What, what are you looking for in this? <laughs> I mean, the, the Chucky franchise to me is like, cause you're right. Like that first Chucky, like it, it was, you know whether you thought it was scary or not, it's, but it definitely was trying to be yeah, yeah, yeah. a horror movie. It's it's a dark horror movie, like it, yeah. And with each subsequent sequel, it started to become this tongue in cheek, yeah. like oh, uh, you know, almost to the. I mean, like, like a lot of horror franchises, yeah. Like where Nightmare like, on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street, Evil it's Dead, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like you know, Freddy. Yes, he's the antagonist, but to a lot of people, he's the protagonist. Yes. It's like I just want to see Freddy kill yes. these dumbass kids. That's you know, exactly in their dream. it. That's exactly yeah. It. Michael yeah. Myers the same way. Yeah. It's like ah, or not Michael, but uh, Jason, Jason. Voorhees. Yeah. It's like the same thing. Uh, and they just kind of leaned into that. It's like the uh, the Fast and the Furious of horror movies. Yeah, in that sense, where they just got so comically just over the top. <laughs> but I loved, I love it about it, and. I'm glad that it's still a thing all these years later. Me too. That, yeah. 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 Th- that there is still a lane for 
like this ridiculous eighties cheesy campy horror movie is is yeah. great. It's yeah, great. and like you said, I mean, it's and I look back because I remember seeing the first Child's Play. I mean, when it came out, I was eight. I was scared and of it when I first. I was saw scared, it. yeah, because because at that time I'm fucking eight. Yeah, I was eight years old. Yeah, you're you're the kid's age. I, yeah, I'm a kid's age. You know, I didn't have you know I had I didn't have a a doll mm-hmm. like Chucky, but I definitely had my fair number of toys, yeah. Transformers, GI Joes, and the thought of these motherfuckers coming to life in the middle of the night, ganging up on me, was terrifying. And, and the first one is is shot. It's shot seriously. It, it's it's earnest. Like they're like yes, it's a doll, but it starts with this mass murderer like praying to Satan to put his soul in a doll, and yeah. then like you know the, he goes into this kid's house and he's not like running around like ha 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 ha. He's like waiting to do stuff to kill people. Like it it, yeah. it is scary. Um, yeah, and, and I feel like the new one tried to do that. It's not as scary as the first one, but like it's they they were doing that too. So, let me see. The first Child's Play came out in '88. I was right yeah, on that right. one. Yeah, very good. Oh, you got uh, Rain Man. So it was directed by Tom Holland. Obviously, not yeah, yeah, yeah. the Holland that's you know Spider Man. Do you know what other movie that he directed the, that was fucking fantastic? The name sounds. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm not, I'm not going to get it. But what is it? Fright Night. Oh shit! The original Fright Night. The original Fright Night. I love that fucking movie, man. And the original Fright Night was Tom Holland's first film. I, I actually, because um, again, I, I spend a lot of time. I work from home, so I have, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. There's this channel called Hack the Movies, and they were doing a retrospective. They basically kind of do a longer form version of what we do, where they would just actually go and dissect the movie from beginning uh-huh. to end. So their episodes are like an hour, 40 minutes. But they did one on Fright Night. Oh, wow. And I watched it the other day because I love that movie. The the the, and, the the film score for that movie, I love so fucking much. It's fantastic. Really? Yeah, it's great. The music never really stood out to me. Oh, I, really? That, that, oh, that, yeah. It's yeah. amazing synth stuff. It's it's I love it. Yeah, but but yeah, but that was Tom Holland's first movie. I think uh, he had done. I think before that he had written a whole bunch of stuff, but that was his first directing wow. effort. And I, 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 I remember seeing Fright Night when I was a kid and I loved it because it starts out, you think it's like this horror movie, but then there's comedic elements, yeah. there's like levity, like it's, it's just very well balanced yeah. with the comedy, the lightness of it. But then when it does, but there are definitely moments in Fright Night where it gets real gully. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. I remember seeing it as a kid. Yeah. Like when you see some of the vampires and their mouths are opening and it's like, holy shit, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. It's great. I love that movie. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't realize that it, it was watching that episode on YouTube where they were talking about the director and it was like, Oh yeah, you also did the first child's play. Hmm. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I had hmm. no idea. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Go ahead, Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland, respect. The original Tom Holland. The original Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's awesome. like I didn't have to stick the walls to get over. I made Fright Night. <laughs> I made Fright Night, son. And motherfucking Chucky. And motherfucking Chucky. I'm certified. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That is cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, because I, it's almost nine o'clock. Yeah, 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 let's, we could wrap it up. Uh, um, did you want to get into Game of Thrones? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about talk it Talk about quick. it next episode? No, no, or? let's talk about it real quick. All right. So you, you texted me 
Sunday night. I don't think I watched it until Monday. Uh, you texted me, asked me if I watched it. I said no. And then you said that you believe it's your favorite Game of Thrones episode, period. Of all the episodes, this yeah. is, one is your favorite. Yes, that is true. That is true. In fact, I will read the text that I sent you, Graham. I said, uh, you can say something as I try to find it. Uh, <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. Hold on. Hold on. I said, uh, so I sent two messages, two, two texts. I said, yo, three exclamation marks. So do you know I'm serious? Very serious. You know what I mean? Coming in hot. Tonight's episode of House of the Dragon is lit. LOL. Two exclamation marks. Very and then I followed that up with because I sent that like as you were watching it as I was watching I'm looking at the time so that was at 723 and then 742 as the show was wrapping up I, I sent this was one of my favorite episodes of any Game of Thrones series yeah with the black thumbs up yeah because uh, well, you're black yeah of course yeah yeah represent yeah <laughs> and and I and I and I sent that before it had officially ended, but I was like, there's nothing that can happen that's going to uh, go against my feelings of this episode. Yeah. For me, it was everything that I love about Game of Thrones uh, in one episode. Yeah. And not only that, but I felt that it was because they made this time jump where they have, you know, and this is the second episode of the new cast yeah. of them having jumped like 10 years in time. Um. It did a very good job and not to, you know, no pun intended, but it was a good house cleaning mm -hmm. episode where it reframed everybody. Yes. And really uh, set all the characters up in a way where I'm like, okay, yeah, now I got y'all. Yes. I did 100%. Especially when it comes to the children. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, watching that first episode when they did the time jump, I'm like, okay, whose kids are whose? I, I felt the same what? way. Like, it took me a while to be like, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know, understand their relationships with each other, really. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. This one, like, made everything crystal clear. Like, it because they were kind of amorphous before this. And this one was like, no, no, no. Here's yeah. exactly who each one is and how they interact. And yeah. Um, yeah. I agree, man. It. I watched it Monday and I felt the same. Like, Holy shit. That was fantastic. That was a great episode. Um, and there's very little action. It's, it's all... I mean, there, there's a fight with kids. There's there's a dragon, but the dragon doesn't. You know, there's no action with the dragon. But it it and it's the biggest uh, dragon I think we've seen. It is. It's the biggest dragon in the in in the in the land at that time. Right. Uh, I just love the dialogue. Yeah. I loved the just seeing these characters interacting with each other. I was, I was just like I was on the edge of my my seat just watching this and these like in the tension within a lot of these conversations. Yeah. Uh, I just, and real, I, I was like, man, this is why I prefer, and I'm not the biggest fantasy guy, but I'm like, if I'm going to watch the show, and I think this is why I do like the show is that yes, it takes place in a fantasy setting, dragons and all this kind of shit, but they're not the emphasis. No. At the end of the day, it's a story about families. Yeah. It's a story about people. Yeah. They just so happen to inhabit a world that has some of these fantastical elements, but it's always the people and their motivations and the, and their desires yeah. and their it's 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 a political that drama that pushes it. It's the political drama. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 House of Cards with dragons. Right, 
Right. You know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And in this episode, like, you know, so they go to, uh, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, they they go to the Valerian's keep. Yeah, because they're they have it's a it's a funeral for it's, for Lady Lana who set herself on fire in the previous episode, which, by the way, is really fucking overreacting. <laughs> like, so she was trying to give birth in the last episode, and then the same thing that happened with Rhaenyra's mom in like the second episode or first episode or whatever. They're like, we can't get the baby out. We either right. let it die inside her. Or we cut it out and she dies. She dies. And yeah. fucking Damon's psychotic ass is like, yeah, fucking cut it out. Like, <laughs> kill that bitch. I'm going to take the baby. And then she's like, no, what the fuck? Like, she doesn't want, and she, and she doesn't even have a say. So she just bolts. And then she just goes in front of her dragon and is like, set me on fire. And I'm like, bitch, you got two other kids. Like, this is selfish as fuck. <laughs> like, yes, it's, it's very romantic, but like, uh, you have two girls I, that you're gonna leave with this psycho. I don't think she did it at, at you know as a romantic gesture. I think she did it because she knew like there's no, it's like she's either gonna die, or well no she's gonna die. It's, it's, it's the it's the child or her right? Yeah. So I think because I, I I may have, so I've seen the last episode twice. I didn't get the impression that Damon wanted to just cut the baby out. I think he was, I don't think he made a decision, which is why she then made the decision up on her own self to say, look, I'm going to take care of this he, he, for everybody. Yes. I'm just going to go. Yes. And he, he, he didn't explicitly say, but it, it, yeah. did, it did seem like he gave a nod to the maester or whatever yeah. to like, yes, do. And he wasn't, he wasn't like happy about it or anything, but it did seem like he was like kind of saying like, yes, save the child. But it's like, okay, you, you have two other kids. So it's like, why not just say like, no, don't. Let's try again. We can have another kid. Because I also have two daughters that I need to take care of. Like it, that response, like, and it plays beautifully in the show. And it, again, it is extremely uh, romantic, not romantic in a good way, but it's, you know, it's, right. it's very um, poignant and, and, and uh, what is it? Um I can't think of the word. A poignant, poignant is a good it's, word. It's very for it. poignant. I, I, I think maybe you know she, Lena, did that because she was like, look, you know, because she's a mother, and she knows that either the baby is born and I'm not around, or I'm around and my child isn't around. And I think for her, it was like, well, I'm gonna go with my child. We're gonna go together. But this, it's, but it's like okay, because you, like you, you said, they already have. I'm right. They but, have other kids. Yeah, but it, to, to me, it's like, as a parent, I'm like, okay. And, and again, I, and I, we lost two kids before I, we had my son. Um, so it's like, I, I get it. But if my son was already born and then we were going to lose the other kid, I wouldn't be like, to my ex-wife, I wouldn't be like, well, you should just kill yourself with the baby. Right, right. Well, of course, but because we don't live in fucking no... But, that's a bit like, in, but the reaction was like, okay, that's that's a bit fucking over the top. Like, yeah, this is yeah. pretty selfish and, and melodramatic. I like, did, you have two other kids <laughs> that you need I to did, take yeah, care I, of. I, I totally understand where, you, where you're coming from on that, because it is, yeah, because now you're leaving these kids with it's like, Damon. Yeah. Well, I don't think I don't think Damon's a monster. He's a monster, not to the kids. I just, he would never hurt I, his kids. But I, like, just, I just think he's... He's uh, definitely a monster. He's a man... I think he's a man of the world. Of he, that world. He's a monster. He, he murdered his wife. 
Ah, uh, you know, it was a. Uh, that's he, how you get divorced back then. You know, it's, <laughs> no, he's a monster. He's a legit monster. He's killed people in cold blood. He basically who raped, hasn't killed people he, in, he, in cold blood. He, he in that raped world. his fourteen-year-old niece. Like he's a bad guy. He's a bad, bad guy. Um, you know, <laughs> he didn't rape his niece. You some uh, uh, Ray uh, Rhaenyra. 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 No, no, he didn't rape her. Yes, he did. No. Yes. They didn't have sex until this episode. He fingered her. That's rape. Did he? Yeah, when they were in the fucking uh, the whorehouse and they were making I out. I thought they were just. I thought they were like they were. They were kissing. No, he fingered her. He, Was, he did took he have a finger up there? Yeah, he took. <laughs> did I miss that? He like took her clothes off. He had his hand down there. I'm pretty sure at one point. Oh, okay. I might have missed that part. Yeah, but either way, well, like I said, he's not. Yeah, he's not. He's, yeah, he's, I don't, he's I don't a bad a good guy. guy. He is a bad guy. Don't get me wrong. He's charming as fuck, and like. I, want, I actually don't think he's that charming. I do. Uh, like I, he's got, he has a rakish quality to him. Um, I think he's only charming to one person, and that is his. Yeah, <laughs> she never let that shit go. Well, so yeah, now they're married. They get married at the end of this episode, uh, the new one. Um, but also, one of the kids, who, one of the, Allison and. Viserys' yeah, yeah. kids, the blonde kids. The king, yeah. The king's kids. The king's son. Who, yeah. He's the only one who didn't have a dragon. He sees that Lady Lana, the dead mother who set herself on fire with her dragon, that her dragon is unattended. So he just steals it and, ma- and bonds with it and makes it his dragon, even though it was supposed to go to the daughter, the eldest daughter. Um, which was a, a really crazy and very cool scene. I love that confrontation. It was amazing. Uh, it's one of the number of, of confrontations that occur in this in this episode where I'm like, it just rings true. Yeah, it's like, you know, she's saying, you know, that was my that was my mom's dragon. That was, you know, uh, betrothed to me. And it's like, well, you should have taken it. Yeah, you know, why would you allow somebody else? To? Yeah, why why wait? And, why not immediately go and? And he was a complete asshole about it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I just love how, in multiple scenes, like the, the thing that as a viewer, I'm like, that's what I would say. Yeah. If I was him or if I was her. Right. Like, that's what I would say. Yes. And there was so much of that yeah. in this episode. And I fucking loved it. It was like, there was no more beating on the bush when it came to a lot of this shit. Yeah. Uh, the best example being that as a result of this fight that breaks out between uh, Damon's children and Raynara's sons. Right. So and- they all go in the tunnel. They see him come back. And it, so it's that kid, the the... The blonde Aegon. kid. A- it was Aegon. Aemon. Wasn't it Aegon? Aemon. 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 Aegon's the older one. Aemon. Right, yeah. Aemon. It's fucking names, man. Yeah, I know. And then it's it's the two technically bastard boys of Rhaenyra, and then the two daughters of Damon and Lady Lana. So it's the four of them versus this one boy. Smug asshole yeah. who just stole the <laughs> yeah. dragon. And they get into a fight, like a fist fight. Not just a fist fight, but like Aemon's punching the girls the girls are punching the shit out of him yeah. they hit each other with rocks at one point Eamon is gonna smash one of the boys heads in with a fucking rock rock yeah and then the other brother takes out a knife and slashes his face and cuts his fucking eye out it's like holy shit i this this that entire fight scene i was like i was like the tension was yeah. Top of yeah, the yeah, dog. yeah like it's like he's gonna kill these fucking up, kids he's, yeah, yeah. Because they make they make it they make it uh, abundantly clear at the outset of the skirmish that these motherfuckers on both sides are playing for fucking keys. Yeah, they're playing for real. Yeah. But when Eamon picks up that rock, and I'm like, oh man, he's about to murder. Because 
not only his cousins, they're cousins. Yeah, they're cousins. He's about to, he, he's he's about kill, to kill his cousin. Kill his cousin. And when, like you said, one of uh, Renara's uh, sons, the bastards, you know, finds that knife and, you know, one and, and I love they did like a double team. It's like one of the bastards throws the sand, uh, the sand yeah. in, in his face, and the younger brother picks up the blade and slices upward and cuts his face, and you just see all this blood dripping down. And then that's when the knights come in to separate everything. And I was just like, holy shit! And then that immediately translates. You didn't have to wait for it. Yeah. Into the uh, the post. Uh, the, the ramifications yeah. of this action, yeah, where you've got they're in the great hall, at least at this place, and you've got you know, uh, Eamon who's being tended to, and his mom is there, uh, Allison, Allison, and the king, and they're stitching his face up. And you kind of be, and you know, you come to learn that the eye can't be saved, the eye is gone, but the flesh will heal, yeah. Uh, you then have, uh, Lana's family, the Valerians, are there, and there's just this fight that breaks out. You know, everybody's screaming the kids, and then Rhaenyra's comes in, and she's like, "Cause she was out fucking Damon on the beach." Yeah, like Rhaenyra's <laughs> sons are all fucked up. They cut one her cousin's eye out, and it's all happened while she was fucking her uncle on the beach yeah. down the road. It's just yeah. Like... yeah, I mean, it, I, and look, I mean, yeah, it's Game of Thrones, so you know, yeah. you can't do Game of Thrones without incest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was out fucking her uncle and then come to find out she, you know, she meets everybody and she's trying to understand, okay, what happened? And just the confrontation between her and Allison was their whole great. relationship, man. From the beginning when they were best friends to when yeah. Allison fucked her dad and then they were not friends. <laughs> and then now yeah. it's, it's really, really intense. Yeah. And the King and and God bless this, you know, yeah. upstairs, this king, because he's do he's 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 on death's door. He's trying his best to just motherfucking crypt keeper. He's just trying to wait this yeah, shit out. Just trying to wait, yeah. Just trying and trying to get the family to just come as one. Yeah. And when the, one of the kids, I think it was Renera's son, you know, accused Eamon of calling him a bastard, you know, and and I loved how much weight, yeah, that word and that accusation carry, which makes sense yeah. in this world. And the king was livid. He was like, who told you such things? Mm -hmm. You know, where'd you hear this? And he's talking to Eamon as he's being stitched up. And, you know, the king is grilling. He's like, who is his father? He's like, boy, tell me, like, where did you hear this? And you see him looking at his mom. Where you you know, she's talking about uh, Rhaenyra's behind her back and everything. And and I love that that Amon, the fucking you know asshole that he is, he just pawns it off on his brother. Yeah, uh, Aegon. Yeah, that's Aegon, right? Yeah, yeah Aegon. Yeah. Who, who, who you says, know, we know from Game of Thrones, Aegon is the one who does become king. Rhaenyra yeah. does not become queen. So it's like we know the result of that. Yeah, and so the king goes to Aegon, who is who the day, the day of was just drinking wine and got himself all kind of drunk and shit. Yeah, and. And the king is questioning him, like, where'd you hear this? Da, da, da. And I just love his response to his dad, where he was like, just look at them. Yeah, everybody knows. It's like, everybody knows. Look at them. Yeah. And I, and I, I and again, yeah. Good writing yes. is when you have your character speak fucking the same words that you would if you were in that. And, and that it's shoes. true to their and character. And that is true. Yeah. Yes. And that is true to everybody in that room. Yeah. 
everybody knows that these kids are not uh, Lana's brother. Yeah, because you know, oh right, because he's gay. Right, right. He's yeah, he's gay, and they have this arrangement. It's like you have your fun, I'll have mine. And I just love that he just you know he said just look at them. Yeah, everybody knows. Everybody in here knows. And when they cut to you know the different people's reaction, it is an understanding where it's like everybody knows, but nobody says the thing. Right. You said this thing. Yeah. Or have inferred that these kids are illegitimate, and I just love that whole like the the sense of dread and tension in that scene yeah. was like thick, yo. And, 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 then, was, and then it doesn't even end there because then the king is like, no. "Look, this is over. It's settled. You know, there'll be no more to come of this. He lost an eye and he got a dragon. It's over." Yeah, and he says anybody who speaks or denigrates the 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 heritage of of my daughter's children will have their tongues uh taken yeah because he even he knows but being the king he's like whether i whether it's true or not i gotta it keep this be shit said. together yeah i gotta keep it cannot be said yeah. yes and and yeah and his queen that fucking uh, bitch man yeah Allison. she's yeah. like no Allison. no she's a fucking karen man she, she is, is a karen she was like no there needs to be someone has to pay my son has lost an eye and the king is like, nah, bitch, it's over. It's over. It's over. And she was like, no, it ain't. And she asked uh, Sir, uh, what's the name? Sir, Sir, is it Gregor? No, no, no. Gregor was uh, Game of Thrones. Um, oh, oh uh, Sir. Ka- Ka- Great. Kristen. Sir Crispin, yeah. Who who was sworn to, to the queen. Yeah. And she, she sticks him and says, take one of Rhaenyra's kid's eye which is like what the fuck bitch? i know like you're telling this guy to take a child's eyeball and just i know cut and the it king out of his is, face and the king is like no no and she's like no you are betrothed to me you do what i say and then this is the first time we've seen sir Kristen kind of be put in his place and be like because then the king is like oh really and then Kristen is like i'm only sworn to protect you like he 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 sets up a boundary. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut a kid's eye out in front of the king. No, but he but he, no, but he does go. He has no, no, dances. no. That, that was that was when he he starts walking when Alicent charges Rhaenyra. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like Cause, I, cause again, I saw I saw it twice. I'm, tell, I saw it I'm twice. telling you because when he gives he the says, order, he says, "I'm sworn to protect you," and then he doesn't move. That's when Alicent grabs the knife off of Viserys, the king, and charges. And then Rhaenyra steps oh. in front of the kid, and now they're having a stalemate. Rhaenyra's holding okay. Alicent's hand, and Alicent's now trying to stab Rhaenyra in the fucking face. Yeah. Then Sir Criston tries to run in, and this was a badass moment because Damon, they keep cutting the Damon, and he's yeah. just always lurking. Who's just leaning? Yeah, he's just he, he's just leaning. He just always, always watches. I love yeah. that about his character that he he's so smart. And how the game works, that he'll always just hang back and watch. And he's watching. And then the second he sees Sir Kristen run in to help, he jumps in front. And is like, nah, bitch, you're not getting yeah. involved. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like he's like a, an instant block. Yeah. Uh, uh, to you know, to him advancing forward. And then uh, Allison and Rhaenyra have this tense conversation as Allison is trying to stab her, and she basically just says, you know, now everybody sees you for who you are. Yeah. You know, uh, and the thing, and the thing that's so that's so brilliant and so beautiful about this is that I don't think, like, I have sympathy for both of these women. Yes, you know, it's not like like in this instant, Allison is out of pocket yeah. for sure, but I do empathize with her plight and her situation because I mean, she never asked to be the queen yeah. or yeah. wanted this 
to be in this position. But now that she is, she, I think, you know, she feels that in her, in her mind's eye, she is doing what's best for her and her children. And I emphasize her and her children because less so about the king. Yeah. And she's I freaking out. Now like at this her, point. her kid almost died. So she's freaking out. Like she's, yeah. you know, in, in a terrible mental state. And she's, and she's also just kind of lashing out at the fact that while she has to be and keep herself in a certain disposition in a certain light, being the queen for years, and even before she even got to be the queen for years, Rhaenyra has been thumbing her nose at her station, yeah. at her position, basically doing whatever she wants to do. And all of that's just kind of came to a head yeah. between them. Yeah. And, and and now Allison is also carrying the weight that she said she wanted this problem with her dad not being the hand anymore and the new hand and 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 uh Rhaenyra's son's father to go away. And then that snake, what's his name? Yeah, I forget his name. Terrace uh, the or something guy with, like that. Terrace, yeah, the guy with the cane. The guy yeah, with the cane. The little finger pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah, of the yeah. show. He took it upon himself to set them on fire. Yeah. Um, and, and he put that on Allison, like, that was what you wanted. I did what you wanted. So thank me. Yeah. And so now yeah. she's in this guy's pocket. She's carrying that way. She had these guys murdered. It's, yeah. Yeah. She's not. Yeah, it, was, it, it was, it was, it was as heavy. <clears throat> and, uh, so nobody died. I mean, but then, Allison essentially, pulls, like, she, she ends pulls up the blade down. Yeah. Yeah. Cuts like slices, her, uh, Rhaenyra's wrist, mm -hmm. but, and it was funny too. I mean, she's just, just bleeding. Yeah. And. She gets dished up. She's okay. But that was, I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. And when she was, after she got cut and you see the blood dripping down, I'm like, can somebody take her away? Get her I stitched know. up. Like, what are y'all just standing there for? You're going to bleed out. Yeah. So but they eventually do. And then uh, they take her away. The husband, uh, who was not husband, involved, he's just been gone at, just this at all. He's been gone playing with his boyfriend or his whatever. His boy toy. Yeah. He finally comes back and is like, what happened? <laughs> He's like, what I miss? And she's like, yo, <laughs> things are not good here. Yeah. Uh, and he and he yeah, he's a good man. And he's like, look, I, I haven't been holding up my end. You need a husband. I'm ready to be your husband. And she says that to him too. Yeah. Like she's the one that tells him, you know, you are an honorable man. You're a good man. And in this world, that is a rarity. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he basically recommits himself to her and to hit the kids, even though they're not his by blood. Yeah. He loves them. Yeah. But he was like, I will do better. Uh, I will be that husband that I should have been, you know, to you, mm -hmm. which I thought was very nice, very touching. And then they go into the machinations, which again, a great swerve because yeah. you see Damon and, and Renara are, this is after that whole conversation. They're, you know, outside of the keep and they're talking and basically figuring out and plotting that, you know, to strengthen up their house, like they need to get married. Yeah. And Damon tells her, it was like, well, you know, you, you obviously you can't marry me unless your husband is dead. And she's like, yep. Yeah. And then we, yeah. we all, what they're, now we, we see like, oh, Rhaenyra's turning. Like now she's, playing the game of thrones and she's evil now and, and in my heart i was like no don't like he i know i know me too i was like fuck and this is a brilliant move in this show because like they could have just done that and left you with that because then what they do is they show um damon goes to uh 
the boy toy, the, boy uh, toy. the knight. Uh, I forget his name. I, yeah. I feel bad for not knowing the character's name, but he the go, guy that that yeah. that uh, I forgot the the husband's name too. But he goes to the boyfriend and he's like, "Look, you you can live in this other place." Uh, he's like, "A man can live." I think it's Pentos, maybe in Pentos. Yeah, the, as long yeah, as he across has, yeah, go the narrow seas, yeah, there are places seas. Right, right. that you can live where all that matters is, is you meant a coin. That yeah, you have. he's like, it doesn't matter what your name is, and yeah. basically what we're we're seeing is like he's telling him to kill the the prince, uh, Rhaenyra's husband, yeah. and then go. And then, you know, just take this cold and go. So then cut to that guy is in the great hall. The husband, the, the prince comes down and they- Before, before, before that though, before that, yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy walking down the steps, uh, Damon snaps oh, that's this right. guy's neck. That's right. And at first, because because uh, everything that happens after, I'm like, oh my god, like what the fuck, like this some some gully shit's gonna go yeah. down. But on the second viewing, I'm like, oh right, shit, okay, because right. I was so caught up in everything yes. else. But that death is important. Was done. It was important. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So then we go to and we see the prince and his boyfriend, and the boyfriend is like, you never respected me. Whatever. You're always talking shit behind my back. And they start sword fighting. And the kid that was like with the prince, like I'm gonna go get help, and he runs to go get help. And then when everybody comes to get help. Nobody's there except a body burning in the, fire, in the fire and it has the prince's necklace on it. And, and the like, mother, his mother and father are the ones that come in because it happens in the, in his father's hall Yeah, and he's livid. Like what the fuck you let this happen here. And she's the mother, you know, the, the mother who, who was supposed to be queen um, is just demolished. She, she's looking at her son's burning corpse. corpse. Yeah. And, uh, you're just like, holy shit, this is fucked. And then it cuts to Rhaenyra and Damon getting married, and there's just like three people there. There's no, it's no big ceremony. They're like, and that's how it, how you think it's gonna end. Yeah. And then there's just a little PS, which I was one so relieved. Me too. And Me too. and two really amazed. Like that is cool as fuck. Because there is a voiceover where Rhaenyra is talking about like. I want people to love me. I'm going to be a good ruler. And Damon's like, that's fine. Yes. But they need to fear you. They need fear to you, fear yeah. what you're capable of. So then you think like, damn, that's why she's killing her husband. And like, this is fucked up. And he even, and, and Damon even says, or maybe she, she says, you know, people are going to think that, you know, we're the ones responsible for his death. And Damon's like, yeah. And we'll lean into that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, because yeah, you know, you can be a, you know, nice ruler or everything, but they need, people need to know the lanes you're willing to go. Right to to get what you want and to remain in power like that fear is an essential element of ruling in this world right and then we get a scene where we see a boat being there's two guys in hoods and they're pushing a, a small boat Well, there's one guy one there's one guy, guy in the boat yeah yeah and, and and it's the boyfriend um and then the second guy jumps in and he we cut to his face and he takes off his hood and it's the prince alive. And he shaved his head because he has these very iconic white, you know, Valyrian hair and dreadlocks. And he's got a shaved head. And the two of them are now going to sail across a narrow sea and live happily ever after. And live happily ever after. And it was yeah. so satisfying to one, know I, that Rhaenyra is not a horrible, evil monster. And then to see this guy finally get what he wants. That, that she, that, that she can play the game. Yeah but do so in a somewhat compassionate light. Although that one guy, like somebody had to die. Yeah. They the did guy kill that an innocent Damon, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Damon killed one of the, just a guard, you know, like a, a guard yeah. and used that body 
as the fake out yeah. for the burning body that everybody thought was um, the prince. The prince, yeah, and put his necklace on him. But like with the with the prince, you go, you know, because he went before he was engaged to Rhaenyra. He was just living in in that place across the sea in his father's place, the Valyrian place. Just had had boys and he was just having a good time then he gets married and he thinks it's all going to go well because he could be married but still be himself and Rhaenyra didn't care and then he gets then he has to see Sir Criston beat his boyfriends to death just pummeling his face till it's mush then his mom sets herself on fire with her dragon while she's pregnant it's like sister 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 that was his sister his sister, I'm, I'm sorry, yes. His yeah. sister set herself on fire while she's pregnant. You know, he's had a rough go. He's had a rough go. <laughs> and he can't ever be who he is because obviously in this age, in this you know time, homosexuality is not looked upon fondly. And now that he finally gets to just leave and not be yep. a part of it, it, it was really, really cool, man. Yeah, it was... I mean, it, yeah, it was one of those endings where... I mean, they packed so much, so much. into this episode. Yeah. Um, where for it to end the way that it did, I thought was great. And but, but but the same token, it's like I'm happy for him that he was able to kind of escape the situation. But and I I feel bad for the mom and dad because yeah. you know with the to them he's dead. Yeah, they have no idea. Both of their you know? kids are dead. Both of their kids. Yeah. yeah, they lost both. They they buried one child, and then that same day they lost their the other child. Yeah. You know, even though he's not technically dead, but they don't know. Yeah, that. as far as they're and concerned, was, he's dead. Yeah, it's harsh. But it's, it was so good. It was man. I yeah, I love this show. It's really good, dude. It's. I mean, really, talk really about good. a a fucking rebound. Yeah, you know, it's this house of the house of the dragon is fantastic. And especially, you know, before it before it aired, you and I were both talking about like we're really not interested, not excited. Yeah. Like I'm gonna watch it, but like really not looking forward to it. And I and I I watched it a few before you started. And I was even saying, like, I, I feel on edge watching it because I, I was so burned yeah. by the last series that, like, I I don't feel good about getting involved in this again. But God damn it. It's really good, man. It's awesome. It's for me right now. I mean, it's yeah, this is it, I look forward to my Sundays just yeah. to, to watch these episodes. Yeah, which, it's, it's easily the quality of the first, you know, five seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's easily yeah. that same quality. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how long they're going to take this, whether this is, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a monster fucking hit for HBO. Yeah. So I can't imagine this being just a one season, one and done. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's great. And I hope that they do have an ending in mind. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they, they do. It's, 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 it's yeah. heavily run by George R. R. Martin. I'm sure he's yeah. like, no, no, yeah. I got it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we can only go this long. I've got us, I got us here and we're, we're out yeah. and that's it. And then, and then and then do a different story. Do something else. Yeah. yeah. Keep keep giving me these one or two seasons. Of do something stories. about the fucking Starks. Yes. You know what I mean? There's so many different houses you can do. Yes. You or, know, or people uh, beyond the wall. Or yeah. Yeah. Like g- give me you know the origin story of the three eyed raven. Like a good show about that shit. Like yeah. There's or a show about why that wall was built. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what what what? Which I know they've alluded to yeah. in the first season. Like what like, happened? Uh, that what happened yeah. to you know, create the, the need for this wall. Yeah. You know? or, like or the start of the, the, um, what's it called? The the guys who take the black. What is the. Right. That's the wall, right? The, yeah, uh, yeah. the, the, 
Night's Watch. The Night Watch. Night's Watch. Night's yeah, Watch. yeah, the Night Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can do a whole thing about that. Fuck yeah. yeah. It'd be, there's so, it's a really dense fucking world. It is. Yeah, or, or give me, like, I want to see, remember in Game of Thrones, they they went to that place and they had those guys who could do magic, like who had like powers. Show yeah, me that's right. That, like yeah. the ones that Daenerys killed or whatever. Like yep, show me those yep. motherfuckers or give me something cool about the faceless men. Not that the bullshit we got, like get, get, I know, yeah, that was totally yeah. wasted. Like, yeah, there's so much that they could do, and I, I hope that's what this turns into, is just like you know a season here or two of all these different areas of the world. That would and be take it, and, and I hope they take their time with it too. Yeah, you know, don't feel the need to, to rush anything into production. Like, just take your time yeah. because obviously the people will be there. Yeah, uh, which honestly is, is, is saying something. But seeing how that Game of Thrones that last season ended, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just take your time. Just come up with some, you know, and like you said, I think maybe maybe having Martin as heavily involved as he is, that's the secret sauce. Yeah. He is the creator of this entire yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like And and he he can write. So it's like who, whatever yeah. team they got going now, you know, keep it going. I think somebody left already from it. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I heard somebody left too. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. Sure it's, you know, there's a lot of good talented people and and I just I really hope they continue and keep doing cool stories because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm really digging it. Yeah, way better than the Lord of the Rings show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I, and that's the thing too where I'm, I'm finding out about myself where it's like, I like this world a lot better than the Lord of the Rings stuff. Well, that, that's what's frustrating. Um, like those books were really important to me growing up like throughout high school and they still are and, and they're amazing. And there is a lot of things they could have done that they're just not doing that they made yeah. it like this really boring Lord of the Rings shouldn't be political, but they're trying to make it like a game of Thrones light and it just doesn't fit. It's so fucking boring. And you know, it's uh, two factions warring and then they're going to have the battle where they tell everybody we're going to fight for our freedom. And everybody's like, yeah, it's just all so cliche. And, yeah. and, but you know, I will say the Lord of the Rings, you know, it's the most expensive show ever made. And it looks like it. You can see it all on the screen. It looks gorgeous, but it it's just the writing is is not good. Well, you know what? I don't So you're telling me that. So that means that these House of the Dragon episodes are not as expensive to produce as those Lord of the Rings. They're not. Wouldn't know it no. by looking at it it's because gorgeous. these shows are, are beautiful. Yeah. And just the overall quality of them is uh, chef's kiss. Yeah. Mwah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, Amazon's got the money, so they're throwing it over there. But it's like, yeah, it doesn't I just, it doesn't matter if the writing's not good. Like, it's, it's a yeah, it boring doesn't, it ass doesn't. story and the characters it is. are boring. It's just and, boring. Yeah. yeah, it's just boring. I, I, it, it started to get a little better. And then the last few episodes have just been like so dull and, and just obvious, just so fucking obvious that with Game of Thrones, you never know what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah. And but the, but yeah. It, it goes back to my, my, my thing before where I was saying where it's like the thing that makes Game of Thrones what it is, at le- again, maybe I mean, at least for me, is not the setting. Yeah. It's the characters. Yeah. And it's a story. It's, it's good writing could, and good acting. That's what yes. that's what all film is. Like, just give you good writing Whether, and good acting. Yeah, like yeah. this, you could you could take the the framework, the nuts and bolts, the houses, the the families mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones, and put that in any other setting yes. other than fantasy, and it will still fucking work. Absolutely, this could be a sci-fi show. Absolutely, with these families and all this shit going on with with Lord of the Rings. 
and even the the movies. And I like I like the movies mm-hmm. that Peter Jackson did. I like them a, a fucking a lot actually. But that is a property that is putting the fantasy first and foremost, at least in my in my mind. Tolkien the started movies. started the fantasy genre. I mean, it, it technically right. existed before him, but like what we know of as fantasy today, orcs and elves and dwarves and yeah. and, and dragons guarding gold and and the evil eye, like Tolkien made all of that. That's all yeah. him. So it's like, yeah, it it's And should, I give him that credit. Of yeah. Of course. I and mean, it should be a fantasy show. It should be deep, like just fucking yeah. fantasy everywhere. And this show isn't doing that. It's just it's not boring. doing it. Yeah. It's just and I think maybe boring. that's why I like it so much, because I, I just was never in that heavy into that fantasy. But if you're gonna but having the fantasy be the the garnish, yeah. Uh it just makes a world of difference. Because like, yeah, yeah, there's dragons in here. And I was talking to a friend of mine before we started recording. Where it was like, because he he doesn't want to watch House of Dragons because mm. he's never seen Game of Thrones at all. And oh wow, he's like, I don't like fantasy. And I'm like, it's not fantasy. It's not fantasy. Yeah. And I gave him an elevator pitch, and I said, yes, they're dragons, but consider it's a political show. Consider the the dragons are nuclear weapons. Exactly. It was the just people that say have that them, they're weapons. The people that have them are weapons, and they use them to keep uh, their power and to subjugate others. Yeah uh don't but but that's pretty much it like the dragons and the ownership of them just means power yeah i've got i've got weapons of mass destruction that you other families don't that's so right. you better be on my good side and even the way people look at and address the dragons in the show yes they're amazed by them but they always talk about them like yeah if this is a tool for destruction whoever has these can rule right. because nobody can fuck with them can fuck with them yeah and that's all yeah. it is and like even like you know with the white walkers and stuff like that like yes these are zombies but like these are, it's just another warring tribe. It's just another warring yeah. faction. Like it, <clears throat> the fantasy stuff, like you said, it's just the setting. It has nothing to do with the yeah. story at all. Nothing yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's great. I love it. I'm bummed that it's going to be over soon. Ah, shit. I might watch, I might watch it a third time <laughs> as, as I eat my dinner. All right. Shit. We'll go eat your dinner. Um, Thank you for all this for listening. Uh, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. Like and subscribe wherever we're at. Bombcast podcast. Uh, we, we, did, we didn't do a bomb disposal. We did. I mean, I'm gonna throw you one real quick, just just for you. All right, all right. You know, uh, and it, this should be an easy one. Uh, all right. So yeah, just a quick one before we wrap up. And this is, I, I was going to do a music one, but I just changed my mind just that, that fast. Uh, cause I know you're a big Batman mm. dude. So you can only save one. You can only defuse the bomb off of one of these women. Uh-oh. Harley Quinn or poison Ivy. Uh, who are you saving Graham? Uh, are the comics or the Harley Quinn cartoon? What, what are we talking about? It, any, any, fuck, any. Uh, uh, saving. Fuck Poison Ivy. Right under the wire. <laughs> you know what? I I had, I was, I was like 60% certain that you were going to say Poison Ivy. Yeah. And I think the fact that you said Poison Ivy speaks to your cred as a uh, Batman. But thank fan. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So you, uh, yeah. That's hard. Good choice. Thank you, man. That, that is hard. It is hard. hard. I love both those characters so much. But ultimately what I had to go down to, because, you know, Mad Love, the origin of Harley Quinn, is one of my favorite comics. Um, it's so good. I love it so much. But 
yeah, Poison Ivy is just a really fucking interesting and cool character. And and uh, she's hot as fuck. I like a redhead. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. And so you mentioned the animated show. And I think just off the strength of that show, I would save Poison Ivy because Poison Ivy elevates yes. Harley. Yes. And it's not and, and it doesn't have and it doesn't work the other way around. Like Poison Ivy is already strong as a character her own in her own right. But having those two on that show together. It like it it just it makes me more interested in Harley. Yeah. Because of Poison Ivy. Definitely. You know, I I I just think there's she's a, a richer character. I totally and I, agree. And, I, and I like them both. I like Harley Quinn. Yeah, she's awesome. But yeah. Um yeah, was, and she's a very interesting character too. Um but yeah, ultimately. Okay, you know what? Now that it, we'll close it, I got one for you. Um and this is exclusive to you. You can only save one. Coors Light or White Claw. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, this is not that difficult. I'm gonna save the white claw. All right, all right. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna save the white claw because um, I'm getting older. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I know they're both low calorie beverages, uh-huh. but if I if I gotta save one of those, I'm gonna save my my white claw. All I right. Can, I think yeah. Plus multiple flavors. Right. Coors Light just just only the one. tastes like Coors Light. That's right. But I've got watermelon, ruby grapefruit, <laughs> freaking strawberry. I got, yeah, a cornucopia yeah. of flavors with true. the White Claw. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, well, that'll do it. Um, rate and review on <laughs> iTunes, like and subscribe wherever, share, tell people about the podcast, at Bombcast Podcast on Twitter. Um, go check out our friends, uh, Everything Pro Wrestling and the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Great yes, uh, wrestling podcast and, and good good friends of the show and just good good people, good people. Yeah, uh, I've got it. I've got this this microphone because of uh, Jesse Carter, who was the host of the pro wrestling shoot, and he actually sent me a message last week, a text message saying that uh, he can tell the difference. Oh yeah, in my vocals uh, using this Yeti microphone that he gave me, and I was like, for real, it makes that much of a difference. He was like, yes, yeah. Yeah, yes, l- listen so to like, like just a few episodes back, and then like just real quick listen to your voice in the last. I can't. Episode. I, I don't. I don't like listening to. <laughs> you don't have to listen to the whole episode, but yeah, uh, yes, it does sound great. Thank you, Jesse. And Thank you, Jesse. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Peace. Peace. The Bombcast.